don't know if there was a more iconic moment in the rivalry between the Browns and the Steelers than what happened on October 24, 1993, when Eric Metcalf returned not one, but two punt returns for a touchdown in a 28-23 win at that old stadium where they spray-painted the dirt green to make it look like grass. Let's welcome to the show Eric Metcalf. Eric, how are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Hey, man, we're great. And uh, when I bring that up, Eric, what's the first thing that pops into your mind about that uh, two-touchdown game that you had on punt returns? Yeah, I, I can't help but smile. I mean, you know, I, I think about football and, and, and my career, and when I'm in Cleveland, that's all anyone ever talks about. And so it, it makes me happy that a moment like that against the Steelers can make the fans so happy and just remember it and want to talk about it all the time. Because by my count, I think there have been like 2 million people who were actually at that game. Because every time I talk to someone, I was at that game. I'm like, but you're only 12. <laughs> oh, that's awesome that's great and uh i mean 91 and 75 yards were how shocked were you that bill cower maybe it was the the macho side of him said i don't care he t- returned one for a touchdown we're gonna have royal punt to him anyways how shocked were you you got a second chance i i was shocked i mean i i guess i attributed to foolish pride i mean this, this is the nfl and those guys are getting paid to, to go down there and, and make the tackle. However, they don't. They didn't realize that we had a punt return team that thought we could score every time we made somebody punt. And so our guys were probably working a little, a little harder than their guys who were actually covering because they knew we could score. And so that's what made it special. That's what made that group special. Is that when we stepped on that field, we we're about scoring touchdowns. We weren't about getting 20 yards for for the offense. We're about scoring touchdowns every time we went out there. Eric, JT, thanks for joining us. And I'm old enough to remember when your father played for the Cardinals and the great Terry Metcalf. Right. And what this brings to mind is this for me anyway, because from what we're seeing in Columbus right now with Marvin Harrison Jr., his father obviously in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but talk a little bit about what you learned from your father that made you such a great returner, the way Marvin Harrison is doing it now. You know, I... It's really funny because growing up as a kid, my dad never really coached me, never really worked uh, with me on things as far as football because he said he later in life, he said he knew I, I had it. You know, I think a lot of it was just me watching his films and, and, and or, or should I say tapes at that time <laughs> and, 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 and just watching it. And, and I think – it was just a natural thing. I mean, God-given ability and, and gene, genetics passed down that I was able to do some of the things that he was he was doing, and 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 I, and I think of some things a little better. <laughs> you know, I returned one punt in college. I played D three up at BW, right down the street from where you guys were practicing. The scariest play in the history of football is a punt return, and, and I'd like to know. I mean. How did you get through it? How did you manipulate your way through that to be such a great return guy? And not only that, when I think about how great you were as a return guy and then your buddy Josh Cribbs is a great return guy, to watch these guys now, whether it was Donovan Peoples-Jones or Prochet now, when you're sitting there and you're the armchair quarterback, are you saying, go to the right, go to the left? What are you, what are you thinking 
in terms of making these guys better return men? To answer the second part, I think when I'm watching other returners, I'm thinking not go to the right, go to the left, but I don't believe that he committed to that, like this direction, or he wanted to really go get a first down, I mean, go get a touchdown. He was just worried about catching the ball and, 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 and not getting tackled or whatever, or, or not getting hurt. Where I, where I was sitting there thinking that, where I think Josh and I, and, and Devin Heston, other guys, when we caught the ball, we thought, find a crease, make somebody miss, and go to the house. And so, I, and I think, and I think that a lot of that has changed with the way they they play football because now, um, more than ever, the, the the coaches are more worried about possessing the ball, you know, and they don't really have a lot of special people back there like we we had in in, in previous right. years. So I think if you have a special person back there, then your team and your coaches are willing to put more into it as far as trying to get touchdowns, whereas now it's about just possessing the ball. That's a great point. Eric Metcalf, our guest, Cleveland Browns legend, two-time All-Pro, three-time Pro Bowler. Uh, this guy uh, was excited. Hey, he was the human joystick, man. Oh, man. There was one move. I forget who it was. He, you were down, like, uh, <laughs> inside the 10-yard line. You went right, left, right, left. You were in the end zone. Might have been against the Oilers, I think. And, and we were like, damn, that only happens on video games. Eric, I told Kenny one time at the Pro Football Hall of Fame, they had, before the fathead thing came out, you could buy them for your basement, they had a wall at the Hall of Fame. And I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but it was a wallpaper of you jumping into the dog pound. Did you ever see it? Yes, and I actually took pictures uh, in front of it. Thank goodness, since they when they remodeled it, they tore it down. And so, and I and I was like, I gotta take a picture of this because this might be the only time I'm in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, your con, uh, name comes up in conversation yeah. when we talk about all-time great returners, and deservedly so. You mentioned Devin Hester, uh, you know Josh Cribbs, yourself, uh, by all means. And nobody, to my knowledge, did what you did in that rivalry game against the the Steelers, and that's two in one game like that, uh, and that's legendary stuff. Can you share with our, our listeners out there because it hasn't been much of a rivalry as of late, right? Back when you played, it was. What was it like back then, Brown Steelers twice a year? It, it, it was legendary, like you said, and then like on that particular uh, Sunday, it was for the division lead, like. This could be possibly this weekend. And so yeah. when you're, you're going into a game like that, and, and me in particular, that game, they didn't think I was going to be able to play because I had been injured a little bit the week before in Cincinnati. And so, you know, my mindset really was trying to play, not really worried about was I going to be able to score touchdowns. I just wanted to be able to play and go out there and contribute to a victory and be in the division lead. And so – you know, we go out there, and like I said, we have a, a punt return team that expects to make plays. And we return the first one. And I remember uh, Stephon, uh, Stephon Moore coming to me and saying, we're going to get another one. And I was like, wow. okay, sure. Because, you know, you, you don't really expect to get the second one. And, <laughs> so, <laughs> and, so, and so, you know, the game is played, and it's a great game regardless regardless of who wins it. Just for, fortunately, we won that game. Defense right. holds them, they punt, and we get another one. And and, I, and that was the, the greatest feeling because that stadium 
went nuts. And and I, and I just felt so good about it. And I felt good about it for everybody who blocked us, just the, the, the fans, because it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. And when you're talking about playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers, especially back in that time with our team, in order for us to go to the playoffs or possibly win the division, at that time, it usually had to go through Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. right? And so for us to win a game like that, thinking we had a chance to win the division and, and, and go forward, it, it was great. How about this story, E? I was at the game actually working it, right? So I'm up in that old rickety, rackety. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Add me to that list, right? So I'm working the game, and I'm up in that crappy press box, right? And, uh, you know, the the, you guys stop the Steelers, and it's late in the game, right? You're down 23-21, and I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to make my way down to the field for the post game of this. Uh, during this punt, because I'm thinking, ain't no way Cowers punting to you again, okay? Ain't happening. So I'm going to get in that elevator, and I'm going to get down there, and then when the Browns have the ball on offense, I'll be able to stand on the field and watch the, the remainder of the game. I get in the elevator, Eric, and all of a sudden, I just hear the crowd get louder and louder and louder, and I'm like, son of a biscuit. No way. I get down finally. You're in the dog pound getting tackled. I missed your return live because I was in that elevator thinking there ain't no way Cowers kicking the ball to you. Hey, so you you might as well not even been at the game. You missed the best part. I know. Right? The best, one of the greatest moments. So I got to go home and watch this, uh, you know, on, on a, and I'm shaking my head in total disbelief and so pissed at myself that I missed it. But I get to talk to you about it here today. Uh, and, and it's always great to catch up with you uh, because we always hear uh, about that play. Like you said, so many people talk to you about it. And I told JT uh, when I get you on today, Got to ask him one other thing that a lot of people ask me about, and that's Metcalf up the middle, okay, with you and Bill <laughs> Belichick. So help me understand why you, Mr. Elusive, the human joystick, gets you to the outside, gets you to the edge, lets you do your thing. Why Bill tried to run you up the middle so many times? Because that's just how football was played back then. And, you know, coming from uh, – the Giants, where they were in the NFC and playing smash mouth football, that's all he knew. And so he he was a, a coach who, at the time, was about possessing the ball with the running game and, and stopping the run. And so while I was the running back or one of the running backs, if I'm in there, I got to be a part of that offense, which is in between the tackles. And 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 I say it, it's a it's a great offense if you can block it right. Right, but it, and so if we have guys who can, and I'm not trying to dog the lineman or anything. I'm just saying if we can block other people and it creates a lot of holes for somebody who's small like me, I can get through the holes and go. But if it's not big holes, it, it, it makes it a lot tougher. That's why, you know, that's why Bill eventually evolved with Tom and those guys and got out of that. Yeah, Eric. In return, in regards to this rivalry now. And we realize the Browns haven't been that good for a number of years, but right now it seems like they're turning the corner now. Things pointing in the right direction, no matter who the quarterback is right now. This defense has been playing lights out. But when you see these young guys and these players now, for me, I can't believe where the last 30-some years have gone because it just seems like when I see number 21 out there and it's Denzel Burke and I'm going, I'm sorry, Denzel Ward, and I'm thinking Eric Metcalf's the only 21 that I remember. But, I mean, do you think they really understand – 
what this rivalry means to the fans of Cleveland right now? Because when I think in terms of the Steeler rivalry, and I wonder, you know, even though they haven't been that good for a number of years, we still have a tendency to beat Cincinnati, but for whatever reason, you see that black and yellow, and things just seem to go south. Why is that? I don't know. I, I think the players uh, have a sense of it more so now because, especially if they've been here a while, more so because they hear about it from the fans and, and then in the media how the, the, we haven't fared well against the Steelers. So when, when they hear that, then you automatically think this must have been something big and, and special. I think now it's a situation where they got to understand it because they haven't had success against these guys. And, and I think it's just, I hate to say it, but it's been the, the Steelers' culture where they've, you know, they've only had, what, four coaches in their in existence. And so they've done it a certain way for, for many years, and it's pretty much been the same, whether whoever the coach was. Whereas, in, in, in our, especially in our lean years, we've had so many coaches, so many quarterbacks, so many coordinators who changed the scheme both offensively and defensively. And so with all this turnover, we had never gotten to a place where we're stable. And that's what, and that's where I think they've gotten us. They've been stable for for all these years, and now I think we're getting to the place where we have stability, especially with this roster, and, and we're we're taking off. Do you like the idea of playing rivals in your own division two times a year? Yeah, if you're winning. <laughs> well, we, we haven't. That's why I asked the question. I mean, it'd be nice to play some other teams that are lousy rather than get beat by Pittsburgh twice a year every year. I love that. Yeah. If you're I mean, winning. You know, I mean, it's one of those things where I, I appreciated, like when we were playing, I appreciated having to play Pittsburgh twice, the, the Oilers twice, Cincinnati twice, because it, if you beat them or, the, or you lost to them, if you lost them, you can go get, you have an opportunity to get right. to get mm-hmm. back. And, and, and I appreciate that, especially when, like you're saying, when you're talking about the food, because that was who we thought we had to beat in order to win of the division. So if we lost them once, we can try to beat them the second time and, and hopefully move forward from there. Hey, Eric, we appreciate the time. Great catching up with you. It was good to see you at the USFL game earlier this year with J-Rock uh, you know, and the guys, and, and finally good to have you on the Kenny and JT show. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much uh, for sharing those memories with us. Uh, enjoy the game this weekend. We'll see what happens, and we'll talk to you again down the road, all right? Hey, thanks for having me, guys.